0: Hello and welcome to episode 115 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast.
1: I'm a very step-by-step person and you will notice that if I'm not looking at the process, I will miss things. We have well over a hundred different steps that have to be taken for every single show. If we don't have a process in place, they won't always all happen.
0: Hello, my name's Ian Anderson Gray, and in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Show, we're talking about how to create a killer Confident Live process for your live shows. I've got Tonya Miller in the house, and we're gonna be going through how you create that so that you can be really super productive and get on with producing a consistent live show that can turn into a plethora of different content. So let's get on with it, but first,
1: Looks like it's time for something completely nutty.
0: I Process Live, my show with Tonya, Tonya Miller. Live, my show with Tonya, Tonya Miller. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray.
1: Helping you level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of confident live video.
0: Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera.
1: Get confident with the tech and gear and get confident
0: with the content, content and, of marketing. and marketing. Together, we, we can live! Galang- Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 115 of the Confident Live Marketing Show. This is the show that helps you level up your impact authority and profits through the power of confident live video. Now I'm very excited about today's show. We you could argue we're getting a bit nerdy and geeky in this, but it's all for a really good reason. Really important if you want to be confident, if you want to be consistent, If you want to be successful, then you need a process. And so we're going to be sharing a little bit more about the process that myself and Tonya Miller, my amazing assistant, have created over the last few years. And we're going to be sharing that with you today. It's all about how to create a killer, confident live process for your live shows. So do stay with us. I've got a link that I can share with you that will allow you to download the process that we use so do keep on with this this live show goes live every tuesdays and thursdays and if you want if you've missed this and you want to get involved be in the audience and get comment and ask questions then just go to confident.live forward slash subscribe and you can be notified next time we go live and the show notes for this episode when the podcast comes out will be iag.me forward slash 115. That's iag.me forward slash 115. Okay, well, today's show is sponsored by my good friends at Agora Pulse. Agora Pulse is my favorite social media management tool. I've been using it for years and years and years, and it saves me so much time, particularly with the social inbox and engaging with my audience. And also with the publishing, the scheduling, the reports are amazing. Mm -hmm. They've now got a free plan. It seems like so many tools out there are kind of getting rid of their free plan. Uh, In the case of Hootsuite, they've still got it, but it doesn't really do very much so you can check out agroapulse and and play with the you know take it for a test drive you'll get one month free but also you can use the free plan so here's a little bit more about Pulse.
1: The Confident Live Marketing Podcast is made possible thanks to our sponsor, Agorapulse. Agorapulse is the all-in-one social media management tool. Publish, schedule, monitor, and engage on all your social media platforms. And with the social inbox, you and your team can manage all your messages, comments, and mentions all in one place and get to that magical inbox zero. And don't forget the amazing analytics and reporting so you can see how your social efforts are performing. Get your first month completed completely free at agorapulse.com forward slash confident You're listening to the
0: Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Well, that is Pulse. Do check out Pulse. You get that first month free at agurapulse.com forward slash confident live. Well, I can see we've got some amazing people watching live. We've got Gary watching from Atlanta. How's the weather doing in Atlanta? I bet it's better than where I am currently. We've got some random person called Odie Miller. I have no idea who he is. I'm only joking. He is Tonya's husband, watching from San Diego. Great to see you, Odie, hope you're doing well. And Carl is saying, thank you, Sir Ian. For some reason, I'm called Sir Ian. Carl calls me that, I don't know why. Anyway, it's time to bring in Tonya Miller, who is the owner of the Versatile Virtual, a virtual resource business that helps small business owners and entrepreneurs manage their business operations. Most recently, Tonya has found a niche facilitating live shows and podcasts for her clients. In her free time, Tonya loves hanging out with her family, working out, reading, and enjoying time in her garden and hobby farm. Well, welcome to the show. How are you doing, Tonya? Hey. <laughs> yeah. Is it just
1: me or um Is it a little weird for everybody to hear somebody talk about you right as you're coming on? That's a little weird.
0: Oh, it is. It is weird. It's still, I still get a little bit, if I'm on another show or podcast and I hear people talking about me, I think, who are they talking about? Oh, they're talking about me.
1: (laughs) It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Anyway,
0: yeah, it's great to ha- great to have you here. Thank you, and it's great that Odie is watching too. Your wonderful husband. Wow. It was great to meet you guys. When I mean, obviously we've known each other for a while, but I haven't. Uh, I didn't
1: yeah.
0: get to ch- to meet Odie until last year. We we in San Diego. It, it, was the,
1: it was the last time mm. that yeah, I was in San Diego Social Media Marketing World 2020, right before the world got shut down. Uh, you got to meet Odie and
0: Naomi which was really fun so yeah it it was it was fun indeed yes. and Gary is making me feel jealous as well amazing weather sun and 72 degrees today oh my goodness and Melissa is saying hi to both of you great to see you Melissa Hello, it's great to have you on we I can't believe it's taken us this long to get you on the show we've been working <laughs> with each other for a long time but I think you've got a much better memory than me so I'm going to ask you in a minute like how we actually met and all that kind of stuff but I'm more I'm, I'm kind of interested first of all how did you get into what you're currently doing be, being a virtual assistant but also like your then your journey into like doing a lot of I mean you seem to be specializing a lot obviously in live video management and that's probably I'm probably partly to blame that I don't know but uh, tell us a little <laughs> bit more about how you got into it all
1: Oh, you know, it's. I think like everything, it's it's a journey, right? So I've done a little bit of a lot of different things, customer service, call center management, training, call quality, accounting. And before I started working for myself, I was an office manager at the church that we attended at the time for about five years. And so all of that kind of really led up to just me having that, that versatile skill set to help small business owners and entrepreneurs manage their businesses. Um, And then you became, we started working together. It's been three years now. And it it doesn't even seem like it's been that long, but it has. It's three years. And through that, you know, obviously there's a lot of different things that I do for you behind the scenes, but the live show and the podcast has really become kind of that thing that I spend the majority of my time on every month, putting together and, and making sure that, you know, you're able to get out news quality live shows and podcasts. So, and then. Yes, through you. (laughs) All because of you, Ian, it's all your fault. You know, I also have uh, another client that I do her scheduling for her live show and for her podcast. And one of the things that I've learned through this is that, you know, everybody's vision is a little bit different and everybody has different goals for what they want to do and what they want it to look like. And, you know, no two processes are exactly the same in this. And it's pretty cool.
0: It is. And I think that's that's a really important point, Tonya, that, you know, as we go through my process today, this is not for you to like steal or, or, or take. It's for you to kind of inspire you to create your own. You need to make it your own because you'll have different needs. One of the yes. things that I I love about live video, and this is why you know you spend so much time on it, and why I spend so much time on it, is it's just a great way to create so much content. So that's one of the things we'll mm-hmm. talk about today. From this live show, yeah. you know this live show today is going to become a full blog post. It's also going to be turned into a podcast and into little videos and images and, and stuff like that so from this one piece of content that i you know obviously i have had to do some research and we've spoke about this Tonya, before we started you know th- there is some work involved obviously but with this process i can now create all this other material which is absolutely amazing but it wasn't always like this and i would love to you. well i don't know whether i'd love you to share this but you, you need to do this because part of i, I do believe in transparency and honesty and There was a time when I didn't have you and I was finding it very, very difficult to delegate. And I knew that building a team and getting an assistant was an important thing that I needed to do. But it wasn't an easy process. So how did we how did we actually first meet? You can tell the story and be nice to me, please, Tonya.
1: I am always nice to you. You know, it's funny. I actually had a friend reach out uh, probably about three and a half years ago because it took a little while for us to actually start working together. But a mutual friend, Joanne, saw your post on Facebook that you put up. You were, you know, looking for a virtual assistant and she connected us via email. And I want to say we had a Zoom chat, you know. pretty you know around that time and kind of talked about what did you need what did i offer and all of that you know you were still in that kind of discovery phase you weren't ready to necessarily jump right in yet and then social media marketing world came around and i worked the conference every year because i was working with social media examiner and i happened to walk into the hotel and you were standing there in the lobby talking to other people and i totally recognized you and I think I was even with Joanne maybe, and I walked up and and kind of jumped in the conversation, and it was really funny because you just happened to make some comment about not having enough time, and I looked at you, and I said, well, that's because you haven't hired me yet, and you're like, what? You just didn't, yeah, it was so funny, and I thought, oh man, I blew this, like I just totally put him off. But funny enough, you told me later that you just weren't used to Americans being sarcastic. And I thought, oh, my gosh, you need to spend some time with my family because we're never serious. And so not too long later, I mean, I think it was probably within like the next month or two, we started working together. So I love that story. I think it's really funny. You alluded to having a difficult time with delegating and you know, we went through some, you know, it, it, I think it took us a good little while to really get into a group working together. And, and I remember a few times I'd be like, Ian, you gotta, you know, you gotta go of this. You can't, you know, and, you know, gently nudging, but I always hated being the nag. Right. And I would tell you that, like, I don't really want to nag you, but you know, and, and so that's kind of how this got started three years ago. And, and here we are and we've made a lot of progress and, yeah. You have, your business has just grown so much over the last three and a half years. You know, I probably put in almost twice as many hours now than I did three years ago. And, and I think that's still growing. So
0: it is, I know we keep on looking at the hours and thinking, Oh, maybe we need a bit more. And but this is, this is, this is the thing, you know, you, you don't have to start with everything. You can start simple. You don't, you don't need to you don't need to hire necessarily. You can do things yourself. If you're like one person, there's things that you can do. But I I knew that I needed that help. And I've talked about this previously, you know, about mindset and, and I think delegating it and not focusing on, the the tasks in your zone of incompetence in particular but even in the tasks in your zone of competence just focus on the stuff that you're good at and and you know if you can build a team and grow that slowly carl is saying and this is outrageous he's saying ian stop picking on Tonya. is Tonya's picking on me <laughs> <laughs> thanks carl uh, Thank you, Carl, for that. And I think there was there's, also it's it's a it's a process. I think you know hiring an assistant who understands you is important and will and will help you to kind of let go. I think at the beginning is really important. But also, I think trust is a massive thing. Trust has yeah. to be there, and and that's a that's a tricky one. I, I think we. that trust, we we got that trust pretty early on, I think, you know, and I think, you know, I knew that I could trust you when, when I hired you. But when we're talking about things like, you know, passwords and and email and and logins and all this kind of stuff, that is absolutely vital. I mean, how, how much um, we will, by the way, we we are going to talk about the process, but I think this is so important to talk about this uh, right at the start. So how, how, how important is trust?
1: You know, it's huge and it's a conversation I have with every client because I do need access to sensitive information to help my clients manage their businesses. And I often have, you know, the usernames, the passwords, credit card information and, you know, and, and so a lot of times people will say, if you have to tell me how much I can trust you, you're probably not trustworthy. And it's like, well, actually, with what I do, I need to tell you that you can trust me and that my integrity is everything. I mean, if I if I lose my client's trust, I can lose my entire business. And, and that's just, you know, nothing is absolutely nothing is worth you know, losing my character, my integrity, my business over. And I think that, you know, you and I also had, you know, we had so many mutual friends. And I think it, it helped that I was already working with Social Media Examiner, where you were, you know, you've been a speaker every year. And so we had enough, I think, like, you know, mutual crossover there that I think you saw, okay, if, if other people I know are trusting her, and I think that helps, right? You you know, look for somebody, if you're looking for for a virtual assistant, look for somebody that's working with people that you already know that, you know, that, that that's working well. And, and that trust has been established there. I, I think that helps a little bit. So yeah,
0: yeah, definitely, definitely does. And then of course, the other thing that's important is you, you, you need to be honest with each other about what the, your strengths are and, and to explain what it is that yes. you're wanting out of that, because like, you know, I, I've, Over over the time and right at the beginning, this was vital. I wanted to know what your skills were and also the things that you enjoyed and the things that you didn't enjoy, because like, there's no point in me dumping all of my, all the bits that I don't really like on you. And some of those things you, you might be great at and love doing, but some of them maybe not, you know, like... For example, I could ask you, Tanya, I want you to develop a plugin for my WordPress website, and I want you to design uh, an image. um, And I want you to like edit, can you edit this video please and edit my podcast? And what would you say to me if I said all of those things?
1: I'd probably tell you, you were slightly crazy and off your rocker. So (laughs) those are not my skill sets. And if you want me to operate within my skill sets, I tell everybody, if you're looking for somebody to design images, I'm not your person. I don't do that it will look like a five-year-old did it. Um, that is not my, my strong suit, but I am an Excel nerd. I love, you know, spreadsheets. I, I have worked a lot with processes, um, just kind of that overall administration and, and management. But this is fun too. Bring me on your live show. We can talk all day long. Well,
0: there we go. Um, that- that's that's awesome so i think that that is really important i can see we've got uh, tara paley who's watching from san diego everyone is from san diego today do you know Tara Yay, at all? No.
1: i do not no well
0: there we go yeah. awesome great to see you and gary's saying delegation equals the bane of my existence you're not they alone are. it but yeah. there is hope there is hope if, seriously gary if if i can do it you can do it. It's just, it has been a long process for me, but I'd love to know if you're watching or listening, what is stopping you from hiring a VA, an assistant or hiring in your team? Is it is it a financial thing or is it actually, and this was, I came up with the excuse that it was financial and that was an element, but actually the big issue was I was a control freak and I found it really difficult to let go. That was the main reason for me, and I'm sure Touchon is nodding her head. We've got Tim. Tim Son is in the house. Great to see you, Tim. Hope you're doing really well. Saying hi, y'all. Great to see. you. So yeah, let 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 me know what is stopping you from hiring your team. And or an assistant virtual assistant. So, Tonya, why do we need when it comes to specifically live shows? Why do we need a process? Why do you, Why do you feel our process has become so so important?
1: Well, I mean, really. There's a lot of different reasons, but, you know, Ian, just working with you, I'm a very step-by-step person, and you will notice that if I'm not looking at the process, I will miss things, you know, for example, a redirect link, (laughs) if I'm not in that Asana project list, I can't remember to do everything. There is so much that we do. We have, you know, probably, you know, between everybody that works on on the live show and the podcasts... I would say there's well over a hundred different steps that have to be taken for every single show to to be accomplished. And if we don't have a process in place, they won't always all happen. And and even with a process, you know, we've got to give each other that that grace and that space and to make mistakes because we're human and, and we do forget but that process is what makes it work as, as well as it does. And, and so it's that step-by-step and, you know, the the other thing is not just so that you don't forget things, but a process, having that process in place that the visual that you can look at helps you then to improve upon, upon what you're already doing. You know, we can go and we can say, okay, so we do this and then we do this and, and, I really want to do this over here. How do we fit that in? How do we work this in to what we're already doing, and so having an established process in place really helps you to work in those things that have been maybe sitting on your live show or podcast wish list for some time. No,
0: that's that's great point. Great point. The the process is absolutely vital. It really is. Uh, we've got a few a few comments. Uh, so Tim Swan says, need to up my prices. We all need to up our prices from time to time. I think sometimes, yeah, there's a whole psychology when it comes to pricing, and I, I will be getting a few guests on the show to talk about pricing because it's been a big issue for me. Um, confidence can come into that as well. Uh, Melissa is saying, when is the right income to delegate? Uh, and that's a really interesting one, you know, because the, the, you know, and that will be different for everyone. I think we'll all have like different incomes and you have to kind of work out how much can you, What what's your budget going to be? But I will say this, it's probably sooner than you think and you don't have to spend a huge amount of money. I mean, when we first started, it, I can't remember how many hours it was, but it, it was maybe 10 hours a month, 15 hours a month.
1: I think we started at 15 hours a month yep. and you were, you know, I mean, if we're just going to be transparent, I remember setting my prices and you're like, whoa, you know, but for, for our working relationship, I think one of the benefits is I charge in US dollars and, you know, you don't, you know, you conversion rate is better for you, which is really nice. If I were to try to hire somebody out of the UK, that conversion rate would hurt me. But I think that's a benefit for you, you know, and and so I think it, that was hard. But I, you know, and I, and I can't speak to this, but I feel like having worked with you for three years now, you've been able to grow more because you're able to delegate more and therefore you're able to actually make more because you're willing to spend the money to have the team that helps you do what yeah. it is that you're doing. That's
0: the, the, and that, that's the key. And it's more like, can you afford not to? There comes a point in your exactly. business where actually how much time are you spending on stuff that you shouldn't be spending that time on? And, yes. you know, there are, you know, different virtual assistants will charge different amounts of money. You know, I, I, you, you can go to the Philippines and pay a, a lot, a lot less, but I, I wanted somebody in the UK or the US. And I also wanted somebody who would be able to help me. And because I, I, I think when you first start off hiring a virtual assistant, it's, the, the, there are a lot of issues. You know, you can't just expect your assistant just to suddenly do everything without you explaining and so that's that was important too and i can see that uh, martin buckland is is talking pricing is an art and it definitely is (laughs) that's a whole other topic so we said why do we need a process i I would also say here start simple so uh there's the 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 process that we'll, we'll show today might be a little bit overkill for, for for some of you, and that's that's okay. Just take little bits, keep it simple. I'm not going to be showing my full blown process that we use because, quite honestly, it's going to be overkill for most people. Sure. Do do we need a tool? Do we need to use a tool, uh, Tonya? There are, you know, I'm talking about like project um, management tools here. Can we just use like pen and paper or an Excel spreadsheet or something like that? I know um, that you are a bit of a have fun of tools.
1: Yes. But as an assistant, I'm going to say, no, you, you need it, you know, if you are solopreneur, you are doing this on your own An Excel spreadsheet is going to be great. That's fine. You can totally do that. If you're going to be working with somebody, I'm going to say 100% you need to have a tool. I, you know, I kind of had to twist Ian's arm a little bit to get into a sauna, but um, I did and he did. And we're happy with that. And I think it's good because once you have a team and you're working with different people, you are then able to use that tool to delegate the different tasks that need to be done for every stage of your process. So, you know, Ian and I, we have a really robust process. And like he said, he doesn't want to even necessarily share it because we don't want to scare anybody off. Whereas, you know, I have another client that I do the live show and the podcast for, and it's very simple and it works just as well. And we I still use Asana to manage that process, but it's just not as long of a, of a task list, essentially.
0: So I, I, will, sh- I will show show you the, the process, button, but we're not going to go into it in massive detail. So Asana is, is a project management tool. We, that's what we use. We love it. It works really, really well. There is another tool that people are kind of saying a lot of uh, lovely things about is ClickUp as well. So I will say that ClickUp.com is another tool you could check out. You just need to find the best tool for you. And I think we chose Asana because this is the, the tool that uh, Tonya knows really, really well. A lot of a lot of businesses out there are using it, so it makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense to to use that. Uh, and So that that's what we use. Um, you, you, could, you could use uh, like a an Excel spreadsheet, but it's not great within a team as well. So you need to, to think about that. So this this actually if I just share my screen here. So I'll explain this uh, for podcast listeners. But basically this this is on the screen is my full process. We've we've got uh, it's split up into planning, into pre-promotion, production. What else have we got? Post-promotion, repurposing, and the repurposing bit is split into podcast and blog, and and then we've also got the publishing of the blog post as well. And at the bottom, we've got all the kind of ideas that we've got for the the future. So this is a this is kind of like a living document. This is this is changing over time. So that's something for you to think about now. Uh, The other thing, just to let you know, if you want to download this, I've got a link for you. If you go to iag.me forward slash guides forward slash process, you can download this. Um, So iag.me forward slash guides forward slash process, you can download the my process for you, and know, I hope you find that well. Odie is being very kind. Says your process is elaborate and beautiful. There we go. See, processes can be beautiful. Uh, Gary saying Trello for delegating projects to remote teams, uh, priority matrix for my uh, getting things done maniac future projects. Yeah, so Trello is another one. I I personally find so I have used so I use Trello uh with so the my podcast editor uses trello on their side and that's fine it works really well but i think for what we we're using i think we Mm kind of prefer asana but yeah there's there's definitely lots of ideas there and carl is a very good student he was on my launch a live course and he says the five p's so that Mm -hmm. is the five p's of live video that is planning or the the process I suppose. then pre-promotion production post-promotion and then finally repurposing which is Mm -hmm. great so just to let you know so in terms of like when when I first started it was just me then I um, then I hired Tonya and as my as my business has grown I've been able to hire other people to help so I've got Natalie from hot content who helps with the repurposing of this show into a blog and into short video snippets I've got Amanda Webb who works on ads and strategy Sasha Lidyard who's been on the show as well who works with the Facebook Messenger bots got Lauren my designer who's amazing and Helen my my wife also helps me she gives me a kick at the bum and also with content and social and stuff like that so yeah in managing a team uh you i would definitely recommend using a, a system like slack as well slack.com is a great tool it's yeah. free and that works really well that's basically i don't know what we would do without slack tonya what would we do i don't know i, I don't
1: either i don't either it's great yeah yeah, we really definitely got the process. You know, there's always room for improvement. I, I will throw that out there, but I do think that we've really developed a great process over the years, and and it's it's working pretty well. So it is, well.
0: it is working well. So let's let's go through the the different parts of this process and as i said this is based on the five p's of live video and i I think it's important to break it up into those sections i can see gary also says he uses asana as well which is much improved over the years and integrates nicely with zapier if you're feeling really fancy uh, you can do that so yeah and we use zapier as well so the the tools of the trade this is what uh, we we currently use but you don't have to use all of this but i know people do ask me which tools we use so asana is our project management tool. We use Google Docs to share yes. notes and, and also uh, spreadsheets together. Calendly is the booking tool we use for guests. We use Zapier as well for some cool things. Easel for the templates, the design templates for all the thumbnails and stuff like that. We use Descript, that's D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T. That is for mm-hmm. repurposing the show and the podcast into blog posts. ManyChat for the Facebook Messenger bot. Agua Pulse for social media stuff. WordPress for the blog, Captivate for hosting my podcast, and Podchaser, which is a cool podcasting directory. So remember, you can go to iag.me forward slash guides forward slash process. So let's, I'm just gonna share on my screen the process. This is a Google Doc, and this is one of the ones that, this is actually the doc that you'll get. Take us through this, Tonya, and I'd love to know like, how do you help with this? So we've got, I don't know if you can see this well on the screen, but the first thing that we've got is planning. And I'll I'll just go through it, and then you can maybe t- t- tell us, you know, more in more detail about what happens here. So the first thing that we do is we send uh, the guest. If we have a guest on the show, we send them a booking link so that they can schedule that data uh, for the live show coming on. That once the guest uh, schedules it in Calendly, we send a guest check. Uh, send them an email it's a guest checklist. We actually use Zapier for that, but you could send that manually. In some cases, in fact, we've never actually had to do this, but in, if if a, if a guest has not had much experience with live before, we can schedule a test, we then create a video thumbnail, and then create the show plan and the run of show as a Google document. So that's the planning stage. Can you take us through that, uh, Tanya, what, what we do there?
1: Absolutely. So, you know... If- Uh, With what you and I do, you actually do all your own, you know, kind of guest scheduling. So you find the guests for your show and, and, and go through that and send them the link. I get a notification in Slack when somebody has scheduled, and then we have a spreadsheet with every single episode that we've done all 115 of them and you know and and more that are coming up and I go in and I add all their information into the spreadsheet you know we use as much automation as we possibly can only because it helps save time and if you don't have to you know I'll be honest if you don't have to spend money paying somebody to do something why would you right so automate as much as you can this is our spreadsheet um And so I go and I add the episode title, the guest name or solo. If I can kind of figure out what the theme is, I'll add that. But there is some stuff that Ian will have to add, you know, who the sponsors are. And I use this spreadsheet from the very beginning of the process to the very end, which is taking the blog post content and creating the blog post and scheduling that. This spreadsheet is absolutely vital to our process. And it, you know, even here we are a couple of years into this, and this is still being improved as we go. So, you know, I don't think that you ever fully arrive, like you always are are making those improvements. And then Calendly automatically sends out reminders. And so because I was a guest, I went and I scheduled through the link, or because I'm a guest today, I scheduled through the link. And I've received text reminders, and I've received email reminders that I, you know, Am on the show today. And that's really super helpful because we are all busy. So getting those reminders and sending mm-hmm. those reminders is key.
0: It is. And just, and also just to say with Calendly that there is, we use the paid version, but you don't need to. It is free. We like the free, the paid version because it also sends text message, SMS messages to, to remind as well, but it's a few other features, but it's free.
1: Yeah. Calendly is great. I use that in my own business and uh, we use it with you. And then and for every single show, I create what we call a notes document. And basically, it's all the details of the show. You put your show outline in there, information on the guest. And then also at the very end of the document, we have all of the social content. And I go in at the, and I go in when I schedule the show and restream. So I schedule the show and restream. And then I go in and I adjust the social content for every show. And I get that scheduled out in Agorapulse. And you do two shows a week, so I'm always, you know, I'm always in a notes document or in that spreadsheet. Like, it's, you know, first thing I open every morning is is those folders, so...
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. So, so yeah, you've come on to the next stage, which is the which is the pre-promotion side of things. So we've done all the planning. The next stage is to start letting the world know that you're going to go live. Now, I have to admit, I this is an area that I need to do much better at. You do a great job for me, but I, I want to do better at this, uh, particularly when it comes to email. So, but some of the things that we do, we obviously so that you schedule the live show, go into restream. Restream is great because so they're sponsors to the show, but they are amazing. The you can like, I mean, how many different places do we broadcast to? I think it's like at least 10, Tony. What do you think?
1: Ten. At least 10, yeah. yeah. I mean, multiple Facebook groups, Facebook pages, yeah. YouTube, LinkedIn, and all these other ones that I have no idea even what they are. So, yeah. yeah, I
0: know there's, there's like VK, there's a, a, a what's it called? A freaking yeah. TV and things like that. Now, I mean, we, mm-hmm. we, we, why not? Why not do that? So, so you do that. One thing that you can do, which we've experimented with in the past, we, I'm, gonna, I'm wanting to do this a bit more, is you can create an event on your Facebook page. And the great thing about that is you can invite people. To that. So I wouldn't necessarily, I, it's not something we're going to do for, for every single episode of ours because it's two per week. That would be too much, but it's something you can think about. And then you can schedule the social content on your various social channels. And again, this is what you were referring to, Tonya, about going into a Google Pulse. So you could, if you, the great thing about it, if you schedule, you can then get the link and then post it on uh, Twitter and, and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Um, exactly. So that that works really well. And then we're on to the production. This is the day of the live show. Now obviously, if you are gonna be hosting this yourself, um, if you're producing it yourself, then this is a lot of the stuff you will need to do. I'm a massive fan of eCamm Live and Restream. Keep it as simple as you possibly can to begin with. So if you're still relatively new to live, then just use a tool like a web based tool like Restream. And by the way, you can get a free month. I know they're not sponsors of today's episode, but iag.me forward slash restream will get you a free month on that. So yeah, that, that works really, that works well uh, using that. You will also want to moderate your comments as well. So we, I'm following the comments. One thing we've experimented with is you actually going in in the back uh, of, of this and actually moderating and replying to comments. And that's worked quite well but we don't do that every show um but that's something
1: yeah no we don't but it's so much fun when we do i i love interacting with the guests and responding to comments and and when you do have somebody that does that for you it does help you because you're able to focus more on the other aspects of the show um exactly and it's great it's a lot of fun in fact part of me like i'm i'm holding myself back from actually verbally responding to comments because i'm you know i'm used to getting in there and, and responding so
0: well please do please do it's, it's no it's great for you to do that and we have we have yeah. guests that, that do that anyway uh, from, from time to time so I'm, I'm more than happy with that we i can see okay. that gary's actually saying i just missed this before but gary loves to script i mean who doesn't love to script it's amazing it's it, that's it an talk. addition. That's definitely an addition to our uh, uh, to our process that we didn't have at the start, and it's been amazing from that point of view. So yeah, so we we I think that's most of the. I think we've we've talked most about the production, apart mm-hmm. from a few other things. Is you know for the repurposing, make sure that you download the recording. If it's Ecamm, it will be stored to your computer. If it's Restream, you need to download that from the tool from from Restream itself. And then there's other things you can do like updating the description on Facebook. This is not something we do that much because we've got to a situation now where the description on those posts is is pretty good for the replay as well. And this is something that you do, Tonya, as you send an email to, if, if I have a guest on the show, you send an email to them. We've got a template for that, but just tell us a little bit more about what you tend to do for that.
1: You know, within a day or two, we want to send an email to any guest that's come on the show thanking them for their time, because people are, you know, giving their time to, to do this, which is always really nice. And we also provide the links to where they can go and actually watch the show themselves, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And then they can also use those links and share them out on their own social channels. Because again, they were a guest on the show. And so they can use that for their own promotion as well, which is really awesome. And then we let them know the date that the podcast is going to be coming out. And that's usually anywhere from like five to seven weeks out, maybe shorter sometimes, just depending on kind of what time of year it is. And we tell them the date and then just, you know, ask them if they have any questions. And it's pretty short. We keep a template just in Gmail and that just works really well. It's really easy
0: does it was it works really well and i think it's important to to do those things if you have any merchandise or anything like that you could send send your guest out something that is something that we're working on at the moment which is very exciting a bit more about that in a bit
1: you're listening to the confident live
0: marketing podcast just to let you know if you have just joined the confident live marketing show we're talking about how to create a killer process for your live shows which is so important i'd love to know from you whether you have created a process for your live shows or for any part of your business, and how's Have you got on with that? And if you've got any questions, let us know. So awesome! Well, uh, we've got a few more things to talk about. We've talked about the planning, the pre-promotion, and the production. And it's at this point when you just go and have a lie down, and you—that's it. That's the end of it, isn't it, Tonya?
1: <laughs> Not quite.
0: Not quite, unfortunately. <laughs> well, but it, I
1: think I'll.
0: A lot of people think that's it. You know that it's a live. You've done the live. That's it. But remember, there are two audiences for your live shows. There's the there's the live viewers. There's also your replay viewers. And if you're repurposing it to a podcast, you've got your podcast listeners as well. And it's really important to think about how you can. You've created that amazing content. Why not then repurpose that and make it into evergreen content that's gonna last for a long time so I'd love to know if you're watching or listening have you done any repurposing of your live shows I'd love to know but before we get on to that we have got the post promotion so more people will in most cases will watch the replay than live um, because you know people are busy you know we, we've got a, a nice bunch of people watching live today but i know that more people will be watching the replay i mean we we get you know thousands of views on across all our channels um, but we certainly don't get that number of people watching live which is fine you know and this is what we do with a show we we make sure that it is a really powerful show for uh, live viewers, but also replay and uh, the podcast. So the post-promotion side of things, we so take take us through this, Tonya. So so we we do things like, for example, we've got playlists on Facebook and YouTube. Trimming, I know this is your favorite job to do. Uh, comments <laughs> and and then obviously scheduling for for social content as well. Tell us a bit more about this.
1: Yeah, you have multiple different playlists out there on Facebook, on YouTube, and we just you know. It's super easy. It's the click of a button to go add your, sh- your shows onto these playlists. And here's where if you don't have a process in place, for me, it's got to be that step-by-step task list, which is why Asana works so great for me. It won't get done. I, I won't remember to go in and, and add shows to the playlist and, and all of that. Particularly when we do two shows a week, and you know, I have right now, I think seven or eight different shows in the pipeline that I have to keep track of. These things can fall by the wayside, so that's why this process is just so important. So yeah, so there's the the playlists. There's your uh, the list disappeared off the screen. So yeah, there we sorry. Go. Yeah, I, I
0: I'm I'm testing you to see whether you there can you remember. We I mean,
1: No, not my brain. Trimming the videos, you know what? YouTube makes it fairly easy. Facebook, I figured out a couple tricks. LinkedIn is you know, they need a little bit of development there on their video trimming, but we do that. And I've got that built. I think I've got that built into the process now. If not, I need to do that. I'm pretty sure I do. And that just, you know, kind of cuts off that beginning portion of the live show because it's, you know, not everybody on the replay is going to want to see or, or, you know, spend time listening to kind of that back and forth chit chat and all of that. It's fun. It's great. People that are coming in live, enjoy that. That, uh quite often but um trimming that out is is good and that's a fairly new process we didn't do that six months ago um, no we didn't and- we didn't
0: and so this was we restructured the show so we've got the countdown we've got the, that live element and then i switched to so i actually will switch to I'll, I'll switch show this on on the screen but you'll be able to hear it on the podcast And then I will then introduce the show. And it is yeah. at that point, just after that, that you will trim it. I will we'll then announce it. the show and then I'll go straight into the, the main video, the, the, the intro video. Yeah. So that's that's what we do. So we have that live segment, which is a bit more informal and we have a bit of a chat. And then we get on to the main segment yeah. of the show. And that works quite well. Right. So yeah, that works on you. So you can only trim videos on YouTube. On LinkedIn and uh, Facebook as well, yeah. and then something that I need—I know we need to—to to work on a little bit—is uh, re- engaging, re- liking, and replying to uh, outstanding comments on social. So you know, like for example, today, you know, I, I'm I'm making sure that we're engaging with everyone who's watching live, but actually engaging actually with the comments. Particularly on Facebook and LinkedIn, it, it, one of the downsides with trimming videos on YouTube is that the the chat goes, but you can't engage with YouTube chat comments after you've finished the live broadcast. So that's slightly different, but that works really well. And then obviously we've got the social as well. So this is something that you tend to do beforehand anyway, but promoting yes. the replay of the live show. So again, you, you use a go pulse for that, don't you?
1: I do, I do. And, it, and that is all scheduled out ahead of time. And, you know, we just was it just this week or was it last week when we kind of adjusted how many different social posts we're putting out there, you know, so now we're doing one the day before one 15 minutes before for the YouTube, five minutes before for the Facebook. And then we will do a few hours after. And then two days later, we do a, we do a post out to Twitter um, every five days. And we do that three times. And so every show is getting, what is that like seven or eight, eight to nine different total social posts, a couple before, right as you're starting, but the majority are actually after the majority are promoting that replay. So
0: I'd love to know, like, if if you have come, well, if you've stumbled across this, or if you've been watching this for a while, how did you first come about knowing about the Comfort Alive show. You know, what brings you here today? Is it through a social post or did you just did it pop up on on social? And of course the other thing that we haven't put in this list, but this is this is something that Sasha does, is the whole messenger bot side of things. So, you know, if you comment on this live on Facebook, you'll be messaged asking if you want to get my free guide and also if you want to be notified for next time. So that is a that's great. That's working that's working really well. So that will remind people when we're going to go live and if you can't watch it live then you'll be you'll get the link to watch the replay afterwards as well so that works that works really well so i'm just just conscious of time we've got our final one and this is the bit that i suppose i get most excited about and that is the repurposing side of things and we've changed this quite a bit this is so we we changed this into a podcast so if you use ecamm live or restream both those tools will give you the the audio trackers as either one whole thing. So you can download the, the audio track or you can split it. So today in Ecamm Live, my audio, Tonya's audio, the, the video audio or any videos that I'm playing will all be on separate tracks, which is great. So I can then send that off to my podcast editor. But if you're using a, a tool like Audacity or Adobe Audition or Descript, which is again what we use. You can you can do that. You can add add the add that and you can split it up. So you can get rid of that beginning bit and just repurpose that middle section into your podcast, which works really well. So we used a script. I just Put the video, put the audio into the script. It will then transcribe it, which means that it's so much easier than to make it into a blog post as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the other thing? Upload episode to host. So you, you yeah, you tell us about this, Tony, because this is definitely something you help with actually turning it into a podcast. How do we turn this show into a podcast?
1: That's probably the easiest thing that we do, to be honest. You, we log in. I log in to Captivate. Use Captivate FM. I take the MP three that has been edited and I upload it. I add the text, I add the date, I change the image and I click schedule episode. I mean, it's really, you know, there might be a few other little steps in there, but it's so super easy. And it's honestly probably other than scheduling the live show, which Restream makes that super easy as well. Scheduling the podcast and Captivate is really an, an easy process and it takes, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes max. And then once you've scheduled in Captivate, you're then able to grab the code and you can embed the, the code into a player on your website. So that's part of the process for creating the blog post. So, you know, and, and something I, I wanted to mention is, as part of this process is, you know, Ian goes live every Tuesday and every Thursday he almost will never go live on another day. It's the same day, the same time, every single week. Podcasts get released every single Friday. At the same time. And so within this process, you know, we're keeping things consistent. So every day of the week, I know what I need to do to make sure that a Tuesday or Thursday live show gets scheduled, that a Friday podcast gets scheduled. And and so my, I guess my advice there is remain consistent, you know, Um, if you can go live at the same time, same day every week get your podcast out there for the same time. It really helps just to be consistent and and get that process kind of, you know, down. Not to say you can't just, you know, hey, I'm just going to go live right now. That's great. You know, you can do that. But from the process perspective, it really helps that process go smoother if if you're being consistent like that and kind of every day know, what do I need to do today to make this happen?
0: Love that. Really, really important to say that, you know, be consistent. There's definitely room for those impromptu lives when maybe you're going out for a walk and you're sharing your thoughts. That's absolutely fine. But what we're talking about here is like a like a dedicated live show as well. And you can do, so, you know, you can edit your podcast yourself. We, I've, I forgot to mention earlier, we use Music Radio Creative for that. So Music mm-hmm. Radio Creative are awesome. They, they've also created our intro and outro. I've Mark from Music Radio Creative who edits my podcast. I used to do this myself and I actually quite enjoyed doing it, but that was definitely in my zone of competence possibly mm-hmm. at some point, maybe I could have got it into my zone of excellence. But, you know, just getting other people to, to do it is is just, it, it took me probably, I don't know, like three, three hours, four hours, every single episode. And that's just not a good... Use of my time. So once we have the MP3, uh, Tonya then downloads that. uh, We put it into Descript. Natalie then will take that and turn that into a blog post. Descript Mm -hmm. really helps there. And then Tonya will then upload that to Captivate. You don't have to use Captivate. There are loads of hosts out there, but we particularly love Captivate. It's so easy, isn't it, Tonya, to use and uh, it's it's a joy to use.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then also, you know, so Natalie takes the, the, the um, transcript from the script, she creates the blog post text, and then she shoots that back over to me. I take that and I create the blog posts that also get launched every Friday. And we use WordPress for that. And Ian uses the builder, Beaver Builder. Um, which is super easy. Love it. We got that going on my husband's website now as well, because it's just, it's really easy. Got to recommend that one too. You know, every step of the way, Ian is, you know, there's a, there's a step in there for Ian to also go in and, and take a look and review things and make sure that it looks how he wants it to look. But as part of this process, we have templates in place in WordPress too, right? We've got a template for when Ian goes solo, And we've got a template for when Ian has a guest on because those blog posts are going to look just a little bit different. You know, there's a a section at the bottom of every blog post where there's a guest that highlights the guest that has their image, their name, their bio. So they kind of get their little, you know, their little shout out there and and they get um, that recognition. And we include a link to their resources in the resources section at the bottom. And, you know, that's really nice to do for, for your guests who have given their time to come on and share their knowledge and expertise.
0: Definitely, yeah, it's yeah. it's really. Uh, so this process, as you can probably tell, we get very excited about this. I think I we should probably end it there, but I hope that has been really helpful for you. Do remember you can get the process, go to iag.me forward slash guides forward slash process. And if you want even more detail, if you want more of the stuff that we use, and if you want to be taken through the whole process of launching your live show in just 10 days, then check out the, the next launch your live. Go to iag.me forward slash LYL. Depending on when you're watching and listening to it, it will be different times on the year doing this about four or five times every year. So do check that out. That's IAG.me forward slash L Y L. I can see Melissa has found, I think heard about me on on Steve Dotto's show on his webinar. So that's awesome. Steve is a good friend of mine. He's he's great. So do check out Steve at at, uh, DottoTech.com. So uh, we're at the end. How can people find out more about you, Tonya, You're I know you're on the socials. You've got a website. Just tell us a little bit more about how people can find out more about you.
1: I, I do have a website, theversatilevirtual.com. I am, you know, you can find me on Instagram. I, I'll be honest, I don't do a lot of promotion for my own business. Any growth that has happened for me has been 100% organic. And, you know, I my email address, I, I think I have a contact form on my website. So feel free to reach out if you have questions about processes or anything like that. That's kind of a specialty. But also the, uh, the live show and, and podcast administration is, is really become that niche for me as well. So that I think those are the easiest ways to find me. I am on Facebook as well.
0: That's great. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Tonya. Well, we're out of time, unfortunately. Thank you, Tonya, for that. And just to let you know that next episode, so this is Tuesday if you're watching and next Friday if you're listening, I'm excited about this. I'm going to be sharing my anti-hustle formula for entrepreneurs. Is being an entrepreneur always about hustling and working hard and getting up at 4 a.m. each morning? I think you know the answer to that. So- That's what I'm going to be talking about. But we're at the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening, for plugging us into your ears or for watching live or the replay. But until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of confident live video. See you soon. Bye.